0: Hello, everybody. Welcome to Fat Man with a Plan, uh, episode one. I'm your host, JM. Um, First, I'm going to let you just know a little bit about the show itself. Uh, The show is part blog about my fitness journey of going from being a fat man to a at least not so fat man, preferably, hopefully getting down to uh, the two around 200. Uh, that's my goal and then also it's gonna be part advice and this is gonna be consistent of advice that I get from uh, my doctor my uh, personal trainer stuff that I have learned online and some stuff that I figured out on my own now I should put a disclaimer that this is not meant to replace uh, medical advice from your doctor itself you, everyone, should go to their doctor personally to get a fitness check to make sure that you are healthy enough to actually handle heavier activity, such as working out and everything else like that. But, anyways, let me start off with episode one, giving you a little bit of background information about myself. Um, I'm 35, and for oh, probably the past decade, I've been floating around 290 to. Uh, over 300 pounds now most of this is because of well time and bad eating habits and then of course uh lastly i wound up with medical issues that resulted in me having to have uh reconstructive surgery on my feet and ankles uh due to flat foot um syndrome or posterior tibial tendon uh disorder uh stage 2b And this has resulted in me having a lot of problems with trying to work out and being able to maintain because, well, my body was, you know, would be in pain. And so I had to go through this whole journey of getting all that fixed in order to uh, result into, work you know, trying to work out what I'm doing now. Now, fast forward, you know, to this point, uh, two surgeries later four metal plates, 12 screws, and a tendon that used to be in my toes and is now in my ankle, uh, later I am in a con- you know, position that where I can actually go back and actually attempt to work out. Uh, my journey is going to start off with, uh, this past May, I was at 309 pounds, uh, which for recorded information is probably the heaviest I've been that I've known because unfortunately I haven't weighed myself that you know often prior to and so one of the big things is that since I was now to the point where my body was not going to fight me as much for me trying to work out I had to you know start taking action into moving myself forward so my doctor you know wound up prescribing me uh a medication called phentermine uh to allow to kick start my metabolism as my journey begins um one thing i want to talk about you know is point out is that phentermine is a drug in the line of amphetamines uh older versions of it you know was known as fenfen all that stuff and what it's doing designed to do is to act like an ap- appetite suppressant, but it's also supposed to help your body burn some of the excess calories that are in your body uh, while you're resting state. Uh, this is due to triggering a fight-or-flight syndrome in your brain, producing all those lovely uh, uh, chemical reactions that will cause you to your body to start burning some of the fat off. Now, I don't personally recommend taking the drug route because uh, my own experience just being on it for a month is it made me very very easily distracted meaning i could not keep my concentration for probably longer than 15 seconds which was uh, very difficult, especially when trying to do other things at the same time, because I could easily be sidetracked and completely forget about what I was doing. Uh, the benefit was I did, you know, not really care about what I was going to eat, uh, which you know helped suppress the urge to go and indulge in you know sweets and all that stuff, which is what I would typically do. Um, but. You know, it messed up with my, it messed with my heart, messed with my emotions. It may, you know, cause it can trigger depression and all that stuff like that. It is not a long-term solution, but thankfully. I've been in roughly, I took it starting the beginning of uh, June and And I am no longer taking it, so that is actually a big plus for me. I can actually concentrate now on what I'm doing. In addition to this, I wound up re-signing up for my gym membership and, of course, getting a personal trainer. Um, By the time I started up with my personal trainer, I had already lost about 10 pounds. So I was roughly about uh, 299, 298 when I first met my trainer. Uh, at the beginning of june because of the fetamine i managed to lose some you know some of the initial weight now i am now sitting at about 289 and of course that's at 41 percent body fat mind you i started out at 43 percent body fat and of course i've you know put on since my first session with my trainer i put on about two and a half pounds of muscle and lost about a pound and a half of fat, which is a good bit of work. Now I've been going six days a week, roughly doing about 35 minutes of cardio, then doing about 45 minutes to uh, with weight training, and then doing another 20 minutes of cardio after that. Not everyone can dedicate that amount of time to that structure. But I'm trying to, you know, put that focus and developing that habit. So this is where I've come into play with this idea. Um, progressively, though, I've managed to get to my goal of, you know, working at working out several times a day, and it's so far working out for me. And the thing is, is that progressively, I would like to, you know, share as I make my steps forward to my hopeful goal of eventually getting to about 200 pounds. Now, one of the things when I talk about goals, because that's going to segue into the other part of what I'm going to talk about today, is goal setting. Is my goal, even though I'm going for 200 pounds, I am not expecting to be that uber-ripped beach body guy uh, that has the six-pack abs, or some guys that have the... Uh, Eight-pack abs, you know, rippling pecs, all that good stuff. I'm not expecting that because I'm going to be realistic. That is not, you know, in my cards. I've never looked like that, and so really, I could never imagine myself in that fashion. Um, when you're setting your goals, you need to actually keep in mind that you don't know where you're gonna you know how you're gonna wind up appearing at the end of your journey you know where you're to start off with but you don't know where at the end unless you have been at that weight before and i'm not talking about when you were 16 years old either um when you're setting goals you need to start off with small goals uh for me i've been telling you know i originally started off you know my plan was six days a week at least an hour worth of workouts now i've been pushing myself for long more than that because i want to try to see you know better results but the thing is is that most people i would suggest starting off with a goal of at least three times a week at a half hour and that's a half hour of cardio and that i mean pushing yourself not leisurely stroll i'm talking actually you know having some sort of intensity to it because you want to get your heart rate up and the higher your heart rate is during your exercise routine the more calories you're going to burn from there once you've gotten comfortable with it work your way to either doing a three-day workout routine and moving it from a half hour to an hour basically adding going from Doing a half, you know, just a half hour of cardio, doing uh, doing a half hour of cardio plus a half hour of weight training. Uh, you could also disperse this over the course of days. You could always decide, hey, I can go in six days a week, but I can only do a half hour a day. So do, like, Monday, you know, cardio, Tuesday, weight training, Wednesday, cardio, Thursday, weight training, and so on and so forth. But progressively adding to that goal because the thing is, is that, Uh, A lot of people wind up losing track on their weight training, well, their weight loss goals when they're working out is because they set these unrealistic goals of, oh, I'm going to, you know, go in and do this every single day. And, you know, the moment that they don't see results physically. After about two weeks, they give up figuring that that's never going to happen. Um, When the best route to go is to actually think about quantifiable goals, something that you can actually put a number to. Now, that does not necessarily mean, you know, just focusing on your weight and your body fat percentage and things like that. I'm talking more of, you know, actually putting forth more effort into your workout routine itself because you can track easily. Oh, I just did a half hour of cardio. You can track easily oh i just did a half hour cardio and a half hour of weight training and then see how you've been adding more and more to what you've been doing and this will help you significantly um, with trying to set goals because the smaller the goal the easier it is to maintain if you set your goal to losing 150 pounds and that's your only goal then you're most likely going to wind up falling off the boat. Now, this is not going to be everyone because there are some people who just have that natural knack of when they set their mind to something, they just do it and they don't look back. But for most people like myself, setting my goal for something exactly like that and only that, I wind up falling short and I've fallen off the boat several times, which is why I'm now you know in the state I am at. So... Goals are a very important thing and you always want to start simple. And the thing is, is that even if you go to a gym and you get a trainer and everything else, uh, they will help you with that same understanding of goals and how you need to actually set things up to be a moderate idea that you can easily attain, not something that's going to be impossible. Because I've known several people and I, like I said, I myself have fallen into this whole track of unrealistic goals and moment I don't see result you know, didn't see results that was it and of course now that I've changed my mindset and you know created this routine for myself it has allowed me to you know notice simpler results in the progress of me work you know focusing on just being able to work out just being able to do so much time of cardio at a certain intensity and moving that up or so many way you know, I, you know, amount of weights during my weight training routine and things like that. Um, and I've noticed, you know, gotten to notice some small changes in my body. Now, yes, I've lost, I am now at 289, which is putting me about 20, you know, about 20 pounds, uh, under where I was at, you know, back in, uh, the end of April, beginning of May. And... You know, I've, but I I've really, haven't really seen that 20 pounds physically when I look at myself in the mirror. But I've noticed it in the factor that my shirts, they don't feel as snug around my, uh, my stomach. And on top of that, my belt, I've had to take it up several, you know, a couple of notches since, you know, I began all of this. So it's those small things that you really notice. It's not going to be until much later that I'll actually notice major changes in my body. And that's, and I'm okay with that. And the thing is, is that you should be okay with that as well. Now, progressively though, from, you know, working out and setting goals, uh, one of the biggest things that I would like to wrap up with today is talking about gym attire. Um, if you're just like me, you have, you know, I know you'll suffer from the thing of the lack of thigh gap. And that's going to be a, a lot of people experience that problem, especially when you start walking and everything else like that, because progressively you suffer what is affectionately referred to as chub rub or, you know, abrasions between your inner thighs because they're rubbing together, creating a lot of friction and basically you're damaging the skin and causing a lot of pain progressively. Um, When you're thinking about gym attire, gym shorts are perfectly, are really great or if you're ladies, yoga pants, all that stuff, you know, some sort of workout pants, but you want to really want to have something that's going to compress uh, your legs and everything else to the point where and provides you with enough fabric to separate your thighs from actually direct skin to skin contact. So that way you can actually avoid that chub rub sensation because, unfortunately, as most of us know, that is not very incom- It's not very comfortable, and on top of that, it can be a deterrent for doing stuff because it'll cause delays and everything else like that. Now, if you are currently working out and you you know had the chub rub, uh, definitely invest in like Vaseline or aloe or something to help. Uh- put onto the skin so it will actually help calm the skin around there but also invest in something like compression shorts or um, compression leggings or whatever to help uh keep that skin skin contact separated because it'll help you in the long run for maintaining uh your cardio workouts but it'll also uh, make you feel a little bit more comfortable and if you're really caring about what your significant other thinks about you, it will, you know, help you know move the you know move your butt and everything else to into a proportion that you know they'll enjoy too. So just keep that in mind. Also, um, don't go hog wild on buying large amounts of brand new gym clothes. Uh, gym shorts, yes, because if you don't own any gym shorts, if you don't own more than you know three or four pairs of gym shorts, yes, you'll want to go and buy, invest in gym shorts or, you know, workout pants because that's going to be a necessity for working out. But most of the times you don't need to go and spend $35, $45 on those special shirts that will wick away your sweat because as you work out, you're going to sweat a lot. And the thing is, is that if you have old t-shirts that you don't really wear anymore or you have old t-shirts that, you know, they have maybe some you know a couple of small holes here and there at the seams use those because you know those you know they're going to already be eventually thrown in the trash event you know anyways you might as well use them to the point of their until they're officially just dead and use them as workout clothes because it's going to be cheaper on you in the long run i would also recommend getting something uh to help whisk away some of that excess sweat around your forehead because if you're like me i sweat a lot when i work out or especially during summertime when it's hot and I'm working out. So I wind up just drenching myself in my own sweat. Um, get some sort of headband or a baseball hat or something to put on your head to help absorb some of that excess sweat. And that'll help keep some of the sweat out of your eyes to keep that, um, the sweat from burning your eyes and everything else, which will then you know stop you from doing everything because you're then having to wipe away your sweat. Also, especially at the gym, invest in some sort of small towel. This you, know, you can mop your brow, everything else like that to keep yourself dry while you're still working out because if you're in a gym environment, they have AC. So they'll be keeping you cool. All that sweat is going to be caused by you upping your body temperature from working out. So, you want to actually, you know, have something to whisk away all that sweat. And then of course, the best thing that you're ever going to want at the gym is your water bottle because if you go to the gym and you'll notice a lot of people especially those hardcore uh muscle building guys that you know are going to be in that back corner with the free weights they're all having some sort of container of water going to the gym without some you know a water bottle is a bad idea because as you sweat you're going to become dehydrated as you become dehydrated you're going to wind up you know hurting your body because or and in some cases, uh, dehydrating yourself to the point of blacking out or anything like that—you gotta watch your hydrations, you know, especially when you're working out. So invest in a water bottle, and I recommend using a uh, some sort of reusable bottle because you know spending eight bucks on a pack of water, bo- you know, you know, pre-filled water bottles at the grocery store is great and all. But that's going to be very, you know, time consuming because then you're going to carry that little bottle. Then you have to make sure that you throw it away because of gym etiquette. And by throwing it away, you get to deal with that whole thing of the environment, all that stuff. Invest in something simple. Like I personally have two Camelback shoot 32 ounce water bottles that I use. I rotate between them because, you know, eventually they get gross. So I have to actually wash them. But, you know, the thing is, is that it gives me plenty of water for my workout because i usually wind up going through all 32 ounces in about an hour and a half and then i can go refill it and continue on um the water bottle is going to be your best friend now don't go you know necessarily go and bring yourself you know the 64 ounce uber canister jug and everything else like that because if you're not going to be hardcore training for hours and hours. You don't need as much water replenishment. So just invest in something simple. 20 ounce bottle will be great for you for the time being because then once you're out of water, you can take that break from your workout, go to the water fountain, refill it, fill it, and then continue on. It'll give you that little bit of span of time. You can get the 32 ounce bottles and they will also work just as well. Um, and that's pretty much it. Good, you know, gonna be it for today of what I was wanting to talk about. Um, next time, I want to talk about uh gym etiquette, especially which is very important because uh, most gyms you're gonna have people that are very stringent with etiquette of how to behave around at the gym, then you're gonna have some people that will leave messes, everything else like that. And the thing is, is that part of the, I think, those people are suffering from etiquette issues. So next time I'm gonna talk about gym etiquette, but also I'm gonna talk about um, diets and why most diet plans don't work. And I'm gonna to, to talk about uh, medication. And that's gonna be one of those big things because just like diets, uh, everyone expects there to be a end all pill to solve all our problems. And those are very risky. Um, Like I've already experienced with Fettermine. It's not a a pleasant experience to go through. Um, So next time, just look forward to hearing about uh, diet plans, etiquette, and uh, medication on episode two. Which will be out next Monday on my channel. uh, Connected to Anchor FM. um, Slash Conundrum Cast. Uh, Please follow me on Facebook. uh, Fat Man with a Plan. And I'll look forward to talking to y'all later on about my continued journey and more advice that I can provide. I'll catch you then. Bye.